And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Ding, ding! Uh, I felt great. I knew, I knew, um, you know, once it happened, it was going to be, it was going to be a thing. How about we can just watch basketball? How about we can just watch basketball? Ding, ding! Good morning and welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Monday morning, I know. I know, Mo. It's Monday. Everybody hates Mondays. Mondays are the best. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I just don't know. Uh, well, you know, it's me. It's Mo DeKeel. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up the weekend a little bit. Look around, and, and Mo, I think the biggest news from the weekend has to be Drew Holiday signing a four year max extension, potentially worth up to 160 million dollars with the Milwaukee Bucks. And you know, this is a deal we all knew had to come. You don't make a trade and push all your chips in the table the way they did. For a guy like Drew Holiday, who is, you know, maybe he's not a max player, but he's at least a near max and, and a, a CBA max. Uh, you don't make a trade like that and then not sign him. So they had to make this this deal, but I still like it. How about you? No, I, I love it, to be honest with you. I mean, look, this is a, you said it. I mean, you trade three first round picks and two swaps. I honestly don't think you make that trade without feeling pretty confident you're going to get this extension done one way or another with Holiday. And, and you know, they had plenty of time to do it and figure it out, and I think it comes at a great time. I think Holiday's playing some of his best basketball as a Milwaukee Buck. Even just this past week, I think he's been averaging something close to like 25 points a game, close to seven assists. Like you're really seeing him kind of feel much more comfortable in the offense with the defense and the schemes, which is something that this does take time to de- you know develop. And this year with the shortened training camp and everything, there wasn't a lot of that. And I think we're beginning to see him more comfortable and like, Milwaukee, get comfortable, man. This is your big three. That's it. Well, right. I mean, they're now locked in for at least the next couple of seasons. Of course, it's the NBA. And you never know. There there are always trades and, and you know, people's situations changing. But for the foreseeable future, it's going to be Giannis. It's going to be Chris Middleton. And it's going to be Drew Holiday. And, I mean, look, the fit is natural. It, it makes so much sense. Of course, it, it, they would have loved to have pulled off the Bogdanovich signing as well. And, and I right. think that you could see the vision there. But with that being said, it's still working out really, really well for them. And we probably feel more comfortable with what they're going to look like in the playoffs this year than I think we have either of the last two seasons. Well, yeah. I mean, I just feel like it, watching even Holiday just down the stretch of close games, you know, they have another way to play. And even seeing Middleton's rise a little bit as a playmaker and them using him more in the pick and roll and his doing a great job passing out of that. There's more more ways to play, a little more versatility, which is something I've been screaming about for two years at this point. So it is good to see in all of that. Now comes the hard part though, Dave, because it's hard getting the three stars. Now getting the other guys around the three stars, especially with a cap situation and things like that, now comes the real hard part for the Bucks in their front office. 
And we've already seen that a little bit. You know, they just had to sign Jeff Teague as a buyout guy to be their backup point guard because they moved DJ Augustine like that wasn't working out for them. And and this is the tough part. And, And, you know, when you look at the way that this team is built and the lack of success last season, in particular in the playoffs last year, losing to Miami. I mean, that's a that's a huge blow for the franchise going forward. And, and you know, Giannis signs his extension. They make this the trade for Drew Holiday. So things are starting to line up and they look much better, I, I think, when we're looking forward. But I still worry about the depth. It's a lot of Bobby Portis right now. It's a lot of Pat Connaughton. And but this is what you do when when you don't win early in in these guys contracts. Yeah. And I just think the one thing I would say about the depth thing also is I think sometimes we get too bogged down into the depth because it's a that's a regular season thing more than a playoff thing in the playoffs. You know, yes, you want to have more good players, but you Hopefully this year, we know Bud's situation and his history, but hopefully this year, these guys are going to be playing heavier minutes going forward. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Big matchup Sunday night, the Atlanta Hawks and the Golden State Warriors, Mo. I know you're fired up. (laughs) Nothing better than watching teams that are trying to make the playoffs. (laughs) Are they? Have we figured this out? I'm not sure. Sometimes it's hard to tell, especially with the way the Warriors are playing. Uh, They lose to the Hawks 117-111. You know, the Hawks, they look pretty good in this game, uh, I thought, for the most part. How do you feel about the way that they were able to have other guys step up when Trey Young was having a rough night, which he was? 
Yeah, I think this is kind of the the vision the Hawks front office had going in with all of these signings, getting Gallinari, getting Bogdanovich, uh, you know, making the trade for Lou Williams. I think all of those things are like, hey, on nights when Trey Young doesn't have it, we need to have a plan B. And listen, Gallinari was awesome in this game. You know, coming off the bench had 25 points, 10 rebounds. Clint Capella, who's been great all year with 24 points and 18 rebounds. Like, they just got a solid game across those guys. Lou Williams coming in off the bench, dropping 15 points. Like, they, this is what they needed. You know, this is something that we talked about last season with the Hawks, where every time Trey Young went to the bench, so did their offense. And and this year, they're able to kind of hold on and, and, and withstand some of the runs other teams give them because they have that that depth and they're able to hang in the situation, but have again, just different guys that can do things besides just Trey young. Yeah. And this wasn't even a huge playmaking night for Trey young, which typically is what happens if he's not shooting the ball well and opposing defenses are really keying in on him. Usually that's when the playmaking uptick happens, but they didn't get that tonight. So huge game from, you know, from those guys, Clint Capella, you mentioned 24 and 18. I mean, this guy is having a kind of a crazy season and it's flying under the radar because we just don't care about centers at all anymore. I mean, we, they just basically don't exist uh, for the Warriors. I don't know, man. I mean, Steph Curry, 37 points. He only goes three of 12 from from three. He did shoot 12 free throws, but it just seems like these games get wasted because just nobody else out there to play. Yeah, I mean, some of this, too, was Steph Curry's fault. Look, eight turnovers in this game. He did look rusty. And these weren't, like, turnovers of, like, oh, these guys just didn't catch the ball or, you know, the defense was so good. It was Steph dribbling the ball off his foot and out of bounds kind of turnovers. Like, he looked rusty. He's coming back from the tailbone injury and things like that. So it it, it was a bad rust night. Or excuse me. It was a bad Steph night. And I think that's, you know, just – the Warriors can't withstand that. They don't have enough guys. Yeah, 3 of 12 is a bad Russ night, though. So you, yeah. you were right. It looked more like Russell Westbrook than it did Steph Curry. But there was some other weird stuff with the Warriors. I mean, look, man, your your first-round draft pick playing only 18 minutes when you've made this, you know, commitment. It's the only word I can come up with, Mo. You've made a commitment to his development. You're starting him. You know, you're eschewing wins for teachable moments and stuff like that. And then you sit and play him for 18 minutes. And I thought he was fine in the game. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't like great, great outstanding or anything like that, but I didn't think he was terrible. I just think there's, there's something weird going on. Warriors fans have been screaming about this all season, but it's, it it just kind of leads to the real question of like, is Steve Kerr an actual development coach? This is something he didn't have to do when he came and and, and joined this team. And that's not a knock on Kerr that we talk about it all the time on Nerder. There are coaches who we don't look at as going like, this is who I want developing my young guys. And that just might not be Steve Kerr's wheelhouse. Yeah. And I mean, look, it's too early to tell because we don't know the player Wiseman is going to be. I think that this is just a weird Steve Kerr sort of rotation tick. And and sometimes he's going to play him 30. Sometimes he's going to play 18. In this game, the Warriors were down one. I think it was a one point game with about seven and a half to go. When Steph Curry finally checks back in, they're down five. And and it's sort of being a slave to your rotation. To a certain degree, I, I think that there are problems there as well. And, and, you know, look, I'm not a guy that thinks Steve Kerr is a bad coach. I think he's a good coach. But 
clearly there are issues with the way that the rotation is being handled. My my only pushback on that, though, is he is coming back off of an injury. And again, he wasn't like, even though he had a big 37 points, he wasn't lightening it up. It wasn't like a pretty 37 point. It wasn't a night where we're like, man, Steph Curry's on fire. It was one of those things going like, damn. Steph had to really grind out them 37 points. And, you know, those turnovers, everything like that was hurting the team and killing them. You know, 16 turnovers in total, half of them from Steph. In the late game Sunday night, the Nuggets somehow beat the Orlando Magic 119-109. And Mo, you and I were angry about this because we've been talking about the Nuggets pretty much nonstop for the last week. We've said things as outlandish as second best team in the West, real finals contender, no more head pats for this basketball team. And for about two and a half quarters in this game, they were going to lose to a team that was tanking. They were down, I don't know, 18, maybe it got to 20 at one point. Uh, that was not a good look for them to start it. No, they, you know, to be honest, if they looked so lethargic, you know, coming into this game and starting this game, it was actually really bad to watch. I was watching it going like, what the hell is going on with this team? They really looked out of it. Didn't look like the team we've seen before in their previous games when they were rolling. So this was kind of one of those things where it was like, look, every team has bad nights. They don't play well and stuff like that. They were able to pull out the win, so that's a positive in all of that. But it's like, man, when it looks bad, it really can look bad with Denver. And all their starters wound up scoring 15 points or more. So, you know, who cares? They're obviously fine. And Aaron Gordon started out this game absolutely insane. I loved that they were feeding him. But for Orlando, I thought this was a very good and fun Orlando game. Uh, RJ Hampton starts out so hot. I mean, again, Guy just got traded. Let's feed him a little bit. Uh, uh, Okapalo is great. Okiki is great. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. looks like a real good basketball player all of a sudden. Well, I think some of it is just these guys are now getting opportunities to go develop, go play, make mistakes. It's okay. There's nobody we're going to pull you for. You know, there's, there's no things. We're, we are going to lose games. That's fine. Let's go learn now. Let's go do all these things. So you're seeing big things from Okiki, from uh, Carter. You're seeing stuff from Hampton. Like, I think this is going to be kind of fun to watch over the next few days just because I think that's what this team's going to be. And, you know, it's going to be a joy to watch them grow and, and watch Steve Clifford go crazy with the mistakes. And Steve Clifford is a development coach. I, I We've seen that in the NBA. That's going to do it for today's show, folks. Don't forget, check out all the other shows we've got at The Athletic. Go to theathletic.com slash daily ding. If you're not already a subscriber, Mo, send us on our way. Ding, ding.